Hello and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 12 of season 3 with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Have you ever been in a situation with someone where you have compromised your morals? I'm sure if you answer honestly, the answer will be yes because I'm sure we all have. Or maybe you're the one who has caused another to give up their morals. There may have been no intent to give up your morals or to cause someone to forget their morals and sin, yet it happened. It may well be that you thought it was all in the name of love, but to sin is to sin. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer. Ultimately, bad company is bad company if it causes you to compromise your morals. It's easy to do, especially within a romantic relationship, especially if you fear loneliness. Like I said, it may not be a deliberate act of deceit. It may have happened in what you thought was love, but either way, the morals you held dear were still compromised. It therefore emphasises the importance of friendship. Not just those who will be honest when you are making mistakes, but as a good basis for any successful romantic relationship. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 9 says, Oil and perfume make the heart glad, and the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. Friends look out for one another. They are there for one another in good times and in bad. The bonds of friendship are an amazing thing. True friendship is a very special gift. As I've mentioned before, I have a friend who is having a rough time, yet I have not abandoned them. I never would. The Bible tells us that we should treat others as we expect to be treated. So if we abandon friends in the hard times, then we have no right to complain if we are abandoned in our hard times. Now, let's look together at Romans chapter 12, verse 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Here in Romans 12, Paul says to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. In other words, whatever the circumstances, do not abandon one another. So often, we have been abandoned by those we thought were friends when the going gets tough. Yet I know that sickening feeling all too well, that sense of betrayal when you have given everything to someone and yet they abandon you. However, there is one person who will never abandon me, who will never abandon you, and that's Jesus. John 15 verse 15 says, I no longer call you slaves because a master does not confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father told me. What an amazing thing that Jesus is our friend, our forever friend. And better than that, Jesus has led by example. We are told no greater love has a man than to lay down his life for his friends. And Jesus literally did. But friends, human friends, make mistakes. 
So let's look together at Luke chapter 22, verse 34. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. Peter, the man who was loved by Jesus, upon whom Jesus said he would build his church, was also the man Jesus knew would deny him. Can you imagine Peter's heartbreak when he realised what he had done? In verse 62, it tells us that Peter wept bitterly. Betrayal of a friend, of someone we love, is a terrible thing. It can leave us feeling twisted inside, eaten up by guilt, unable to function because we cannot reconcile it to ourselves. Of course, if you never cared in the first place, I expect you just move on. And I would go as far as to say that you cannot then call yourself a Christian. For if we are true believers, true followers of Christ, we take on his characteristics. And that means the love and loyalty Christ had towards those he called friend. After all, Jesus forgave Peter, and Peter was instrumental in the early church. Now let's move on together and look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Make allowance for each other's faults. And forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. In Colossians chapter 3, Paul tells us to make allowance for each other's faults, to forgive those who wrong you. True friends, true followers of Christ, forgive one another. But as I have said before in previous episodes of Hope and Coffee, forgiveness is not about them, it's about you. I know from experience that what a person does to you is not always easy to forgive, that you can feel you can't forgive such hurt and such pain. Yet to hold on to that hurt, to not forgive, only hurts you and holds you back. As I've also said before, I suffered at the hands of an abusive relationship and it twisted me and it hurt me in ways I can't even begin to explain. And I held on to that afterwards. For the longest time, it held me back. So again, I say that forgiveness is not about them. It's about you. Because when I forgave, it freed me. Probably didn't do anything for them, but it freed me. Of course, there may be times it's about a friendship. Forgiveness may save that friendship. But let's now move forward a little bit further and look at Exodus chapter 33 verse 11. Inside the tent of meeting the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Afterwards Moses would return to the camp but the young man who assisted him, Joshua son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. So here's the good news. God is our friend. Here in Exodus, we are told God would speak to Moses face to face. And in Genesis, we know that God would walk through the Garden of Eden and talk to Adam and Eve. God loves us. He wants to be our friend. He wants it so badly and so much that he sent his only son to die for our sin to make it possible. Friendship is a true blessing. We have a friend in God. We have.
friend in Jesus. Yet the sacrifice for that friendship was the death of Jesus on the cross. So is there truly anything we cannot forgive? Because if we profess to be a friend, to love someone, is there really anything we cannot forgive? If I can forgive my abuser, and I have found it easier to forgive since that day, I think that speaks volumes to the fact that if we forgive, it frees us. It's not about them, it's about you. Because true friends love one another. They share in joy and in sorrow. They share triumph and defeat. They forgive. And remember that true friends forgive. So I'm going to leave you now with a challenge. Today's challenge is be the friend to others that they need. Be the friend to others that they need. Be that true friend. Take on the characteristics of Christ. Let us pray. Father God, I just want to thank you for the gift of friendship. And more than that, I thank you that you are our friend, that Jesus is our friend. And Father God, I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that we would remember that the sacrifice that was paid to be able to have that friendship and relationship with you was a high price to pay indeed. And Father God, I just pray that we would take on the characteristics of Christ, that we would become those loyal friends, those loving friends who will forgive one another, that we would not hold anything against one another, that we would truly love and be friends. In Jesus' name, Amen.